Hello, hello. Okay, I have a I have a really fun week <laughs> planned on the podcast. Yes, week, not just episode, because this is one of a two-part little mini-series, if you will, um, on productivity and organization. Um, these episodes were inspired by one of my um, students in my program, Affirm Foundation. Um, we were chatting she just joined the program and I was just asking like what kind of things she was needing to work on and focus on right now and one of the things that she said was just like how do I how do I keep organized I don't know how to plan everything out how do I do everything in the week that needs to get done I'm just lost and I don't know where to start so I wanted to put together these two episodes to answer her question because I was realizing there's way too much to cover in just one episode. So we're going to we're going to split it in two. So episode one here, this one, part one is going to be about how to organize everything that you need to get done. How do you keep track of it all? How do you plan? How do you prepare for your week and your month? What does that all look like? And then episode two, which will come out on Friday, is going to look at what are the actual specifics that I'm doing in my business every week, every month? What are the tasks that I'm doing in order to grow this business, to run it, to find new people, to serve them, to serve my community? All of those fun things. So we're going to split it into two episodes because there's just so much goodness to share with you. Um, Yeah. And like I say, if you want your question answered on this podcast, you are always welcome to Go to sarahbeisel.com slash podcast and you will have the option there to send me a message with your question and maybe I will create an episode or two <laughs> to answer whatever questions it is that you have that you would love for me to answer. So let's dig into all things planning and organizing. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So. Say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Okay, I feel like organizing and planning can be such a pain. <laughs> it's great once you've got your system down, but when you're trying to find that system to actually set up your planning to get those like habits in place to begin with it is so overwhelming and I feel like I have been on like a years-long journey to kind of figure this out and to be honest my system is still not perfect I still have some work to do to make this better and optimize it but I feel like I have worked really hard especially since my son was born <laughs> to try and figure out how to stay organized and stay on top of things because I was becoming so forgetful. Like I would have all these things that I used to do all the time in my business and I would just keep it all in my head because usually I have a very good memory, all of those things. And then pregnancy brain messed me up. I was exhausted. Having a child really just messes with your ability to keep things in, in your head because you're so busy, you're distracted, you have an idea and then all of a sudden your baby's crying and you've got to run to the other room. And 
tend to them and then you forgot your idea or you had your to-do list for the week and then something happens and or you just didn't sleep as well and then all of a sudden everything is suddenly gone from your head and you have no idea what you're doing. So I really spent the last eight months focusing very hard on how to organize my life a little bit better and I feel like I have made so much amazing progress and so now we're here and I'm going to share with you a little bit about what my week looks like, the kind of things that I'm doing. So like I said, today's episode is all about how I actually organize things. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the methods that I use, and then I'm going to share some tools that help me to stay organized, what are the favorite, my favorite tools. So the first thing is the method. So I have, I've started following a time blocking method. This is something that's not I didn't I never heard about time blocking as a thing at all until maybe like six months ago. I was like, what on earth is time blocking? And I since discovering it, I am like, where has this been all my life? It has revolutionized, I swear. It has changed my life understanding time blocking. Um I was introduced to this by Chelsea Joe. She is fantastic for all things organization, creating systems for your home, for your business. Um, so if you're listening to the way that I'm describing things and you want to go deeper, then you need to go to chelseajoe.co. She's got far more resources and far more in-depth everything than I could ever hope to share with you on this. <laughs> She's like the pro at this. So that's who I learned all of this stuff from. So I'll summarize so that if you don't want to go look her up, that's totally fine. I'll, I'll give you the gist of what she teaches. So she teaches um, a five block method for time blocking. There's lots of different ways to do time blocking, but she teaches five blocks and her five blocks are a morning routine, an AM block, a work block, a PM routine, and a night routine. And this is how you organize your day. This has just again, like I say, made so much of a difference to me. Now, I've had to adapt it slightly because I have a small baby who still takes, at the moment, he's taking two naps throughout the day. Um, and so my work block is not just one single chunk of time, right? My work block is when my baby is napping and then my AM or PM block <laughs> is when he's awake. So mine looks a little bit different. But that's how I organize my week, is thinking about blocks of time. because. I don't have a smooth day where it's just me and I wake up and I do whatever I want and then I go to bed and that's it, right? I've got a baby, I've got a husband, I've got other things that, that um, not interfere with my day in a negative way, but they impact my ability to do whatever I want, right? And so visualizing time in blocks really helps me get focused on how to be productive with the time that I have. So for example, my morning routine is I do my best to get up 30 minutes to an hour before my son. It doesn't always happen. <laughs> We're working on it. But I aim to have at least 30 minutes in the morning to make myself a cup of coffee, to feed the cats, to look at my planner and see what's going on, do a little bit of work if I want, do a Bible study, um, or um, I'd love to add in some yoga or something at some point in the future when I've got a bit more time and I've <laughs> um, maybe I'll extend my morning block. But that morning routine is just things that I'm doing before my family is awake. And then, like I say, I have my time with my son. Those are my AM blocks and then my work blocks. 
are when he is napping. So for me, like I say, I have two work blocks in my day during his naps. I sometimes add a third block in the evening when he goes to bed because there's a lot that I'm doing. My business is very much in a growth phase and I'm putting in a lot of work so that I can work less in the future. So for me, I am spending a lot of evenings doing work. Um, so I sometimes have a third block. So it works out nicely for me this way because each work block that I have is an hour and a half to two hours long, which means I can have one focus and I can just work hard for that hour and a half, get my one task or one bucket of tasks done. And it helps me not get distracted or sidetracked. I'm not jumping around from thing to thing, trying to do so many different things. So if you have one long work block in your day, if you don't have small children or your small children go to school or, you know, you have a day away from your kids and you have like that whole day, I would still try and visualize your day in hour and a half to two hour blocks. I feel like that's the most optimal way to break up a day. I've experimented with blocking things over an hour. That felt like way too granular for me. I liked, like for me, I work best in slightly longer blocks of time. When I was a student, I blocked in essentially three chunks. I blocked morning, afternoon, and evening because um, when I was studying, I really needed time to get into the deep focus for writing an essay. I did a research master's and I needed four undisturbed hours sometimes to really tackle one concept. So that worked for me to block time into three or four hours. Now I do an hour and a half to two because that's a nap block. Um, I wouldn't recommend going less than an, less than an hour and a half if possible because an hour is really not, it's long enough to get some things done, but it's not often enough time to really accomplish some of the bigger tasks. So that's just my recommendation, but you're going to just play with this and see what works best for you. But you want to visualize your day in chunks of time so that you can assign tasks to those chunks of time. And we'll talk about what those tasks could be um, in the next episode. So that's Friday's episode. We'll talk about the specifics there. Now, that's kind of how I map out my time. <laughs> what tools do I, do I use to actually organize this time to plan out what I'm doing? How does that actually work? So I have three tools that are my absolute favorite to use. Um, I have a now blended model of paper and tech. Before I was trying to, like way back in the beginning, I was all paper. I loved paper planners, organizers, all of those things. And then I tried to digitize everything because I didn't want to waste the paper. And I was like, oh, I want to be environmentally friendly. I want everything to be digital. And it really wasn't working out for me. <laughs> it just was not. I was not organized. I was still forgetting things. I would lose things so easily in my phone. Um, and then, of, of course, every time you change your phone over, you got to move everything around as well. So digitizing everything became a bit of a pain. So I now have this blended model where I use some paper, some digital, and it works really well. So the first thing that I use is a paper planner. My planner, I am in love with it. <laughs> it's it's um, Horatio Printing their dream planner. Now, if you do not have a dream planner, you need to get one in the fall when they release their planner for 2024. I, I promise you, if you like paper products, Horatio will change your life. I think it is the best planner I have ever owned. And I 
really wish I had discovered them sooner. <laughs> I am so happy that I got it. And if you want to investigate, they have, like, Horatio printing is amazing. They've got some Bible studies. They've got, like, some nice Mother's Day gifts for this time of year. I know it's maybe a little bit late for that, but, you know, you might get some stuff in the sales. Um, and they just have some really, really cool products over there. So I highly recommend them. Fantastic company. Um, and if you want to buy a planner, you can get 15% off your order. I have a code for you. If you use Sarah15 when you check out, you, you will get 15% off, which is amazing. So if you would like to investigate Horatio Printing's planners, highly, highly recommend. So I use their planner to map out these time blocks that I um, just talked about. So this is where I write out, like, here are my blocks. Here's what I want to accomplish in each of my um, work blocks for the day. So I just put one or two tasks down for each day because that's my goal is one or two work blocks each day. Um, and this is also where I can note, you know, other things that I'm doing in my life, like date nights or when I want to go for a run, what Bible studies I want to focus on, those kinds of things. This is also where I host my to-do list, which we'll talk a little bit more about in the next episode as well. So if I've got random tasks that need done, um, I also put them down in my planner so I can keep a note of what things I need to do during the week that are not normal things to do. So first tool that I use is my paper planner. Absolutely love it. Um, the second tool that I use is my Google Calendar. This is where I keep track of all my events, all my appointments, all of the things that require a specific time. So all of my coaching calls, the workshops that I run, um, if I have trainings that I am either running or attending. So if I am taking courses or signing up to masterclasses, all of that goes in my Google Calendar as well. And this works out really nicely if you are paired with a software like Calendly for booking appointments because everything you put in your calendar um, get blocked off so someone can't then book a call with you in that time. So I would use some type of calendar. If you're not on Google, if you're using Outlook, totally fine. Just use some sort of digital calendar to track all of those appointments and make sure that you get reminders and that your calendar does actually get blocked out for um, your calls and things like that that are going on. So those are the two things that I use. So my planner is just to plan out the week. It gives me the big picture, the focuses. It doesn't have any of the details. All the details go into my Google Calendar. Now the third tool that I use to stay organized is I use MeisterTask. It is a task management slash project management software, um, similar to Asana or Trello, things like that. I think it's far better. I've tried Asana and I've tried Trello and I love MeisterTask. <laughs> I really, really love it. I find it so much more intuitive to use than the other platforms. I think it's got some really, really nice features. It's very like user-friendly. It's visual in a way that is really helpful. Whereas some of the other tools, they have some of the same features, but not. they're just not as user-friendly. So I find that I just can't like take advantage of all of the features on those softwares because I just don't navigate it as easily. So MeisterTask is where I plan all of my content. I plan out my events. This is where I create my promotional material. I keep track of my podcast episodes, my projects, all of the work tasks that I'm doing. And we're going to cover what all of that looks like in the next episode as well, all of those details. But this is really where I manage my business. So everything that needs done goes into MeisterTask so I can keep track of what am I supposed to be doing each week. So that when I say my work block is 
this one, right? I'm podcast recording so that I can open up MeisterTask, open up podcasts, and I can look at everything that needs done to do with a podcast. So the, the purpose behind this system that I have here is to take all of this information that's in my head and get it out of my head and stored somewhere else so that I don't need to think about it or remember it or risk forgetting it because that was the biggest problem that I've been running into so in the last like six or seven months of my business is I've neglected to do so many things because I just forgot and that's such a stupid reason to not do stuff or I would do things incompletely because you know as for example I record a podcast episode and then I schedule the episode but then I would never get around to creating the social media post for it because I just forgot to do it. And then the episode would get released, days would go by, and then by that point it's too late because we're already on to the next episode. So just having a reminder, create social media post, those kinds of things. So, um, and I will have a link for Meister Task as well in the show notes if you want to go check that out. They have a free plan. I choose to use the paid version because I really love the additional features but you absolutely don't have to. They have a free version. So if you want to investigate whether it would be a good option for you, I will leave a link for you so that you can easily go and find it. So that is how I keep everything organized. I have my time block method, and then I have these three tools to help me stay organized. So come back for Friday's episode where I'm going to get into the details of what exactly it is that I'm doing on a week-to-week basis, on a monthly basis, in my business to actually, you know, grow it, to connect with new people, to serve the people well, um, and to make income in my business. So come back. It's going to be a really great episode to go through all of those details with you. Um, So yeah, I will see you on Friday for part two of our organization mini-series. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.